0: Unique yet common sense opinions on sports. This is Jeff Allen Sports Talk. And we
1: welcome you to a bonus edition of Jeff Allen Sports Talk as we preview UCF Houston Round Two, as that game will take place on Saturday at the Fertitta Center. And uh, of course, we have Robert Land from the Houston Sports Talk Podcast joining us. And Robert, College game day, showing up for this affair. Now it's not the big circus; the football version is. But when they venture away from Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, and Carolina, I think it's a pretty good statement as to where Houston stands on the college basketball landscape.
0: That's pretty sweet. I mean, it's been a while since uh, the Houston Cougar basketball program has got this much attention, and deservedly so for everything that they're doing right now. But yeah, it, it should be a lot of fun out at the Tillman Fertita Center. Uh, the new center out there, and they, it's just such a, a beautiful arena. And I'm sure uh, the Houston Cougar Athletic Program has got to be excited because they get to showcase their new arena. They get to showcase what's going on with this basketball program. And people are starting to find out about it. You're starting to see some national stories. People are starting to notice that uh, something special is going on in Houston right now.
1: And uh, Houston defeated the Knights here back on February seventh at Orlando, seventy-seven sixty-eight. They jumped out quick in that game, and really wasn't uh, a close contest, uh, in my opinion. Uh, now the Knights have rallied, and they've gone five and one since, and they're playing their best basketball of the season. So it should be a pretty good, uh, pretty good tilt.
0: Yeah, I mean, if, don't don't feel bad if if it uh, wasn't that close, because when you look over the twelve wins that the Cougars have had in a row. Their smallest margin of victory during the streak is seven points. So if it's not a blowout early, uh, sometimes it'll be close at halftime and then all of a sudden U of H will start to open up the lead with the defense and all the different things that they do well. I mean when you start looking at the numbers this year, uh, it's quite extraordinary. They're the third best three point shooting team in the nation, the fifth best in scoring defense, 11th in defensive rebounds. Uh, But the big numbers. Number eighth in the nation right now, 27-1, fourth in the power rankings, longest home win streak in the nation, 33 wins, fewest losses in Division I basketball with the one loss, 12 wins in a row, uh, like I said, and 33 of 36 overall going back to last year. And the stat that's just uh, stupid is that in the three losses that they've had in those 36 games, they were by a total – of six points six points that's all
1: <laughs> that's a, that that is incredible and uh interesting uh, contrast in matchup uh i mean houston is definitely uh athletic uh great speed and tough defensively ucf i think hangs their hat more on their experience and their size and uh it's it's different contrast but both hunker down and play tough defense ucf uh it had their best defensive performance of the year when they beat SMU this past Sunday when they basically, probably for the first time that I can remember in a while, watched them win a game in the first four minutes, which is very hard to do in college basketball. And then they, they got a, a tough win over their rival South Florida. Uh, since the, la- the last time the Knights and the Cougars have matched up, do you think there's going to be a difference this time around?
0: Uh, it just doesn't seem like the opponent affects the Cougars much, their style of play, what they do. You know, they dictate the action uh, from what I can tell. If there is a player to watch, uh, kind of an interesting story that's developed over the last few games, it's Dejon Giroux. The uh, transfer from UMass, from uh, Maryland is, is just uh, having a coming-out party. Uh, since the last time the two teams played, he scored 16 or more points in three of the five games Uh, Against Tulane, he didn't score, but he only played 13 minutes in that game, the last game against East Carolina. In a a big blowout, he played 20 minutes and just the nine points, but he scored 16, 17, and 18 points, including 16 against the 25th-ranked Cincinnati team. So uh, he's become quite a story, and he's a guy that the Cougars are going to look to next year. They lose uh, their point guard, their senior Robinson so you know he's the guy that's the next in line and just the level of skill that he's starting to show and the confidence that he's starting to show with the Cougars is really impressive.
1: Gee what just what they need another strong weapon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah he's about six foot five which is it's unusual for a guy to handle the ball at that size in college basketball you know he's got some height these skinny kind of blades his way through traffic and uh, can make some weird angle shots once he gets into the lane. So he's a, he's a fun guy to watch, and it's interesting to see his development. He's a New Orleans kid, um, just got here, like I said. So uh, looking forward to see what, what he's going to be able to do uh, going into the tournament and into next year. But, I mean, it's, you know, last time we talked, I was thinking, well, maybe if everything goes right, they get a two or three seed. Now, maybe they get a one seed. I don't know. It's getting crazier and crazier by the minute.
1: Yeah, they definitely have an opportunity for that. And obviously, they're a lock. And I'm really excited for the American Conference tournament because, you know, they're talking about it potentially a four-bid league, possibly five, depending on what Memphis does. And Memphis is going to have home court advantage, and they play very, very well in their building. It could be a very fun tournament to watch.
0: How do you look at this as, like, when you're thinking about uh, seedings in the NCAA tournament? Ah, uh, do you feel like the league has shown well enough to where people are impressed with what the Cougars are doing, and and they're starting to see that it's just not a team in a in a I guess what what would you call mid major?
1: Right, I think they're above mid major level, and I think the fact that uh, you know Cincinnati is certainly up there, and uh, they're they're going to be you know they get into rock fights and they get and they and they get the job done. UCF is. You know, looking right now as a possible 11, 12 seed, if they can get some of these tough uh, quadrant one victories down the stretch, they might improve their lot a little bit. Um, I think it's a, a league that is definitely on the rise, and I think in future years could be a five, six bid league at some point.
0: How do the Cougars compare to the other teams that you guys have seen this year? Oh,
1: by a, by, a, and by and large. The best. I mean, they they are definitely a level higher, and uh, you could you could definitely see that uh, when when you watch them play. They are just a uh, very impressive to to watch.
0: Yeah, I joked the other day on our podcast that you know the Cougars uh, they're doing so well that Tilman Fertita, you know, he owns the Rockets as well. He might be paying his college coach pretty soon this. Same or more that he's going to be playing uh, Mike D'Antoni as NBA coach. <laughs> yeah,
1: he probably would be well deserving of that. So, since we talked last time, and, and I think you know, I kind of joked that uh, you know that James Harden you know stealing all the headlines. And now that now that he's not scored thirty points in a the game, they should cut him immediately. Just a joke there, but <laughs> um, have have the Cougars been able to increase their 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 profile locally?
0: It's hard for me to tell. I I haven't noticed anything dramatic. I mean, I'm I'm trying to look on Twitter to see if I'm seeing more Cougar, uh, you know, Cougar traction, you know, in the community. It's hard to say, but, uh, you know, they're also fighting with the Astros are now starting up with spring training. So they're getting a lot of play, at least in the media. Uh, There's a lot of people that have gone, to uh, spring training in Florida in your neck of the woods. So uh, that's, that's part of the equation. You know, they're, they're going to have to deal with a little bit of the Astro wave that's coming in. And of course uh, the Astros uh, obviously in the last few years have become an incredible story here. And I think that's the team that's uh, the talk of the town uh, maybe more than any other team, despite the fact that the Rockets even went to the Western conference finals, you win a championship in Houston and, and you're going to get, a lot of play for a while and and people are they just love the the Astros I mean there's just so many good stories so many good guys and the one thing that the Astros do better than just about anybody not only in this community but maybe in Major League Baseball is they're great on social media and Houston Cougars are maybe that's the next thing for them the next step that they need to take and you know it's such a key now in sports these days Jeff is you got you got to be good at social media you got to get everybody's attention.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. And I would actually tell them to look at UCF football as a social media giant because they have had a huge impact uh, utilizing that. So that definitely would be a good template to follow.
0: Right. I mean, with the the Astros, I mean, it's not just that they're doing it in in one or two areas. They do do Twitter. Uh, They got a pitcher, Colin McHugh, that's got his own podcast. They have uh, Alex Bregman's got his own YouTube channel. And you know, he's big on Instagram. He's the biggest Instagram follow, I believe, in baseball right now. So, yeah, they're doing it on, on all these right forms. But, you know, the Cougars, the good thing is when they get big, you know, you start hearing from the history and the, and the guys that have been there before. And I think that appeals to another generation as well. And, and that helps them out, too. I mean, you've got all the guys from the 5-7 Gemma Elvin Hayes does the broadcasts. Uh, Clyde Drexler is on the Rockets games. He does the broadcasting, so he's mentioning it. Bill Worrell, who's the play-by-play voice of the Rockets, is is a Cougar guy and and is a big proponent of the team. In fact, he spoke at, uh, I was at Guy V. Lewis's uh, funeral services and he spoke there, did a tremendous job. So you've got all of these guys that are connected to the community, but also connected from a national national perspective. And uh, Reed Geddes, one of the big voices of Five Slamma Jamma, who's always been, been around the program. You know, we talked about that new Fertitta Center. And there was just a quote that I, I ran across where, you know, he said he knew it was going to be great. He knew it was going to be really neat to go into the new building with everything that uh, – all the dilapidation, everything that had happened to that arena over the years. It was uh, such a wreck. I mean, there were high school arenas that were <laughs> around Houston <laughs> that were easily better – than uh, the Cougars basketball arena. And he said he walked into the Tillman Fertitta Center. And even with the expectations, he walked in and he was surprised himself because, you know, he, he got tears. He were tears in his eyes as he saw what it looked like. And, and, you know, just the overwhelming change that the program has seen, not only with the success with the basketball program that they've seen the last two years, but um, just how much everything has changed with the practice facility. And Jim Nance was – in town and, and over at the practice facility when they, after they had opened up that there was a big thing where he spoke uh, that, then you have the, the new arena opening up this year. And, you know, again, it's so amazing that they've kept this 33 game home winning streak going because, you know, they weren't playing there. They weren't even playing at home. They were playing over at TSU, Texas Southern.
1: That is incredible. Well, it should be a lot of fun to, this Saturday. Hope all the Cougar fans will We'll soak in the atmosphere of having uh, ESPN uh, giving them the, uh, the first-class treatment. Definitely deserved. And uh, we appreciate you taking time to join us today and, and uh, giving us your time uh, for uh, both games this year.
0: Thanks so much. Looking forward to seeing all the national people here on Saturday and definitely looking forward to the college basketball postgame. Thanks so much for uh, letting me be a part of the show. Kramer
1: Salve is a safe and natural approach to help your best friend live an itch-free life. It's made from the finest ingredients, so it stops itching, heals hot spots, and painful inflamed skin. Kramer Salve contains a proprietary blend of neem, an ingredient known for its healing properties. A four-ounce, six-month supply, including shipping, is just $30, and the two-ounce, three-month supply, including shipping, is only $20. Help your dog in the itch and hot spot cycle. Order today at KramerSalve.net. That's K-R-A-M-E-R-S-A-L. L-V-E